from Washington, D.C., this is the Beyond the Dumbbells Show, your source of information and inspiration for living an audacious life. Audacious life. Hear interviews and social banter with special guests on Fitspiration and news from around the globe. Here are your hosts, fitness and lifestyle experts, Brian and Jenny Sweeney. Yo, yo, yo. Your place for Fitspiration. <laughs> I'm changing that. <laughs> We're not very inspiring lately. We're all kind of like... Don't do this. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, the last podcast, we talked mostly about um, shitty spouses, shitty people being shitty to the people they love. Yes. That was the whole thing. And then in the last it's got a couple of days, we've had a kind of a, a different perspective or a different take on the whole thing about the people that don't care. Mm-hmm. So you had an idea um, that was kind of focusing on, I know how bad you want it. Exactly. All right. So what were you, what were you kind of thinking? Yep. So I think what we have found just talking to people over the years, both in and out of our business, is that people's actions don't match what comes out of their mouth. So for example, you know, I I am so tired of feeling like crap all the time. And then when we see them, I'm like, hey, how you doing? How was your weekend? You know, what did you do? And it's like, oh my gosh. Well, I had a fast food for breakfast. I had fast food for lunch. I ate dinner, you know, at a barbecue, ate all this bad food, and I drank a 12-pack. Whoops, all by accident. Whoa. (laughs) I didn't mean it. I fell down and ate hamburgers and drank beer. Um, Burger. The (laughs) human behavior, and and I'm no expert on human behavior. This is just what we've seen. Mm Mm-hmm. People will lie to themselves faster than they'll lie to a stranger. They'll still lie to a stranger because people lie to their coach all the time. Yep. And our job in this industry is to smile, encourage, forgive. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean forgive like I, you need my forgiveness or I owe you forgiveness. It's not that kind. It's don't dwell. When I say forgiveness, it's your fitness professional who wants nothing more for you to be successful so that they can move on to the next person that truly needs help. Yes. And when there are people get stuck in the mud and this is with business and relationships and fitness. So it's no different and it's human behavior, which means it's unpredictable and it's messy and it's consistently messy. But when you have you being, if you are a fitness professional or a health coach or a life coach or a nutrition coach or Mm -hmm. a doctor, you've got, you've got a plate full of time that you're able to give to people that urgently need your help and care. And those are the people when we got into the business, we're like, I want to help people. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, I want to help the same people for life because they would never fix, you know, the, the physical, emotional, or uh, compulsory things that we have. Right. And it doesn't mean that there's a limit to my compassion, but there's got to be room for the next person. And when folks come up and like, coach, I'm struggling. Cool. Here's Mm -hmm. some life tips. Here's some hacks. Um, Let's try this. Let's get you on a meal plan. And when they won't bring to the table what they need to do. Mm -hmm. That's where the whole conversation of how bad do you want it? Because even if you're paying high, high dollar, there's going to be a point where somebody goes, look, this just isn't working. Yeah, You're not taking anything that we say seriously. Um, and one, you pulled at all my emotional heartstrings because you said, hey, my spouse doesn't, wanna, doesn't think I'm good looking anymore. Mm-hmm. My kids, I can't play with them anymore. I've got all these things going on in life. Can you help me? Absolutely. I'll drop everything I'm doing right now and help you. And then two weeks later, you come back up with, well, yeah, it was a family reunion. I'm, yes. I'm not going to behave. Yep. Well, you know what? I didn't take time off. I exactly. was here when you needed my help, you know, at the last minute and mm-hmm. after hours and on the weekends and the supportive texts and everything else. Why did you fail on? You failed on me. Right. Is where that went. Yep. And I think if you're good, 
if you are in, I shouldn't say good at your job, but if you are in the position you're supposed to be in, I think what a lot of people would be surprised to know about us specifically, when somebody tells us a story and they're on a struggle bus, you and I talk about them all the time. And it's praying for them and talking to them and talking about them on just what can we do? Like they, they are an exception. We haven't seen this before. You know, what can we do? How can we pour into them? If everything we're offering isn't work, isn't working, you and I go and it's like, let's talk to different people or do a different certification and let's make it work for them. And what we have found sometimes is that we seem to care more than they do. More times than not. Yes. And this is where it, you've got the, the disposable pen version mm-hmm. of fitness, I guess, is where it's a throwaway thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember if it was this or if it was on social media where we talked about it. There's a certain number of people are willing to budget for their fitness. Mm-hmm. And um, the kind of the conclusion I came to is if I don't charge more than they're comfortable with, right. they're not going to look at me with the same type of respect as I'm giving to them. So if it's a throwaway cost mm-hmm. and you, it's like a planet fitness, let's say if $10 a month is your throwaway cost, you're like, right. I have no expectations, but I'm also not going to allow somebody that I only pay $10 a month to have a significant impact or Correct. input in my life. And if $150 or $200 is a throwaway fee to you, mm-hmm. then the, the information you take from me, you don't respect it like you would a brain surgeon. Yep. You know, brain surgeons like you're going to pay and the consequences of you not obeying is death. Mm-hmm. But when it's fitness, they're like, well, it's okay if I'm struggling with weight for the next 25 years. Mm-hmm. You know, costs are going up everywhere. And what you're doing is that you're taking time and energy away from resources that there's other people in line that want to help. Yes. And that $150 um, membership or $200, to some people, that is a significant amount. You better believe it. And they're not getting enough time because of the people that don't take their fitness and their health serious. Like, well, you know, coach... Um, I'm a hundred percent adhering to what you're telling me, but we run into them downtown, mm-hmm. you know, and they're, they're sauced up and they came out of a crappy restaurant. It's like, we just had, we just talked, dude. Exactly. Oh, you weren't supposed to see me as a special occasion. It's yes. all good. Well, guess what? I'm writing you down in my book. <laughs> Your name's in my book now. Exactly. But I think on the flip side of that is we've seen, so we've got a couple at the gym, um, and they are, they're both on our, we're a dual had a gym and they're both on our boot camp side. And so this week we've been printing um, a ton of pictures of people who have done various challenges with us. And there is a couple that we came across their pictures and her primary coach said, who is this? And so I said, the, I said her name and he said, you've got to be kidding me. This is like her new before picture compared to what she looks like today. And wow. I was like, holy smokes. And then her. Um, so you're saying the new one is better than the old one. The new like after her, photo is better. This couple's journey has been one of the coolest things I've ever seen because their after picture on their first challenge with us, they don't even look like that. They look even better. Oh, and they both. I know you're talking about. They've progressed that, that much. Like it's the coolest thing. But like for us, they are a client of ours that is, you know, they're focused on both their nutrition and their fitness. So I'm watching them improve in endurance. And I'm watching them smile more and I'm hearing stories about how when they play with their kids, they're feeling better and they're constantly challenging themselves and what's next. And I think the key is with them, this is not a cost for them that they can sweep under the rug. This is something that they budget for. They're taking it serious. They are. And I I wish I could, I'd like to get them on camera to just say, 
how are you two both still progressing forward? You're the anomaly. It, it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. And now, we I'm have fascinated a, by we it. We have a bunch of successful people. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to take away from the people that have le- le- legitimate struggles. Oh, Disease, gosh, and legit. Death yes. in the family. I mean, there's things that throw us off. You better believe it. But when you're... It's almost like... Um, I keep going back like to the movie Matrix. Mm-hmm. And when they say, you know, the Matrix has you. Yes. People don't understand that until you get yourself a little bit on track, yes. you really don't know how off track you are. Yes. And everyone thinks there's time. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks there's tomorrow. Nobody takes preventable disease seriously. They really don't. Um, we recently saw a study. It's still the number one killer is heart disease. Mm-hmm. It's number one, 30% of all deaths sourced from heart disease, Correct. even though the media suggests otherwise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, when somebody outside of the matrix that's your health professionals your Mm -hmm. trainers and they're like look you're half in half out right now and if you step out of where you're stuck Mm -hmm. one you have to partition your life you have to be able to say out loud and we talk about doing the dear old me letter yeah we talk about doing commitment boards we talk about doing your um what's the thing we cut out magazines Uh, vision board your vision board board. Mm -hmm. and it's like until you start saying it writing it um, and seeing it and reading it, yes, you don't believe it. And a lot of times people, they'll have the one little tiny conversation in private with their coach where they're like, I really need to lose the weight. I just don't feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they walk out the door, as soon as they pass through the door frame, boom, the light switches off. They forget the conversation. They go back to their bull jive. Yep. And if this is harsh, and it, again, it doesn't mean I've got less compassion for the people that are really struggling. I'm, no. We're still there. Every, you know, Fitness professionals are still there. But at some point... The person has to take responsibility for their bullshit. Yes. And aside from that, not only taking responsibility, you are doing yourself no favor paying, is it paying lip service or playing? Paying? Playing, I think. Okay, either one. So if if I'm saying to you, honey, all I want to do is get in a two-piece. All I want to do is get in a two-piece. And every time you see me, I'm throwing an empty bag of chips in the thing. I'm dogging some soda. I'm doing everything. Then I am lying to me and I'm lying to you. So stop lying to yourself. And if you're going to say it out loud and you're going to involve people in your life who genuinely care, if you don't want it, simply say, just like I recently had somebody say to me in the last two weeks, I love my fat and lazy self. That is exactly what they said to me, and my response was, good for you. If you're cool, then, but, then great. Then I'm assuming you're not chewing up everybody else's time. Exactly. Exactly. This but is it, a hot topic, man. It is a hot topic, but it's just, it is. It's don't bull jive yourself. If you don't want it, you just have to own that you don't want it, but don't keep, don't keep lying saying, I want these things, I want these things, and then you're losing the same 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 pounds over and over and over again. You don't want it. You don't. You could save yourself a lot of money. You better you, believe it. If you it. just acknowledge that you have no intention of following through. Yes. I know that's been one of our topics before is following through and don't dabble and exactly. you know, go commit, all in and go all, all that. in, all that stuff. Yep. And here's a hot tip on if you're tired of yo yoing because you blame everything but yourself. Mm-hmm. And there's a small percentage of population that goes, I just can't get out of my own way. Yep. And I get it. Um, one, you're still the person that's blaming the kids for the bad food because mm-hmm. you won't take the time to educate or reintegrate them to a healthy lifestyle. Right. So that's your fault. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you won't prep your food or shop mm -hmm. because you've talked yourself into being so busy that you can't spend 40 minutes or use um, Instacart. Exactly. We keep talking about Instacart because you can have groceries delivered to your house. Yeah. They put a little fee on it, but you don't have to go shopping anymore. And they hit all the major um, grocery stores. Yep. So you either be resourceful mm -hmm. and fix your problem um, or you need to shut up. Yes. This is so harsh, but we're this goes, it feathers in with the idea that we're not making a dent. No. You know, the, the, in my... In the circles we run, if we've had the time to sit some, sit down with someone, go face to face, and just say, they say, I need help. And they say, Great, here's a here's a, a four step plan. Let's talk about shapeshift. Exactly. Here's a program that's going to walk you through the entire process. And in six weeks, sixty percent of the people have dropped off. <laughs> Their priorities are gone. Right. You know, and it's that same thing where it's if it's not enough of an incentive financially for you to pay attention to it. Yes. Don't do it. Exactly. If you're looking for quick fix, go do shakes for three weeks. Exactly. You'll drop 10 pounds, you'll fit into your clothes, and as soon as you get back to normal life, you'll put it all back on. Yes. And there goes the yo-yo again. I know. I know. I think what is the most interesting and why it, this is going to sound awful, but I'm just going to say it. I rarely find somebody that I'm inspired by. Ooh. But this couple who I mentioned earlier, they are an inspiration to me because I would, again, I just want to sit down with them and I just want to say, okay, we all backslide, you know, like I, whenever it was that we were out of town and, um, I had mentioned, I couldn't believe how far gone I had gone and it was far gone for me. Sure. But how many times have, has this couple lost the same pounds and has it been one, two, have, did they ever, I know they didn't shoot up to where they started with us. I know they haven't because we see them all the time, mm -hmm. but this is the first time where I'm like, hey, this couple who is as busy as everybody else who has children, they're making it work. They're paying and they're paying attention. And it's, it's the coolest thing to see, but I think they're being honest about how bad they want this. The, the foundation to your overall, there's a pyramid. Tony Robbins um, was the first time I heard of it. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can find it here. Oh, looking it up. I don't bull jive. <laughs> no, you really don't. But it's just one of these things where I have, I may have said this one before. I wish that when people came in to sit down and talk to us about their goals and stuff, we could strap them up to a lie detector test. <laughs> Are you worth my time test? And, and just to say, actually, you know, it said that that was you had just lied saying that you really are serious about your journey. So if we know that you're not, just as you're going to dabble, can we dabble? So maybe this is a higher end accountability. And we used to talk about in the past because people were so obsessive about the scale. Mm -hmm. And it was it was unhealthy. Oh, um, be yes. Because we're not talking about your morning weigh-in. We're talking multiple times throughout the day yes. people are stepping on the scale. And it's yep. psychologically messing with them. That's yep. what causes people to cut calories and starve themselves. That's not the accountability we're talking about. No. But if you get up every day, and we've built this into our routine, every day, first thing, go to the bathroom, you weigh yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to have an idea because if you, it's just like your bank account. If yes. you want to be a pinhead and just not worry about how much money in there, assume it's always going to be there. Mm -hmm. The day you go broke and can't pay your bills, if that's the time you pay attention, guess what? You screwed up. Yep. If you're not paying attention to your weight, you've, you've slipped up 50 to 60 pounds. Like, oh my gosh, I have a problem. Yeah, dude, you had a problem 48 and a half pounds ago. Right. So 
paying attention to the data mm-hmm. and if the accountability model is that you need to step on a scale every day. And mm-hmm. Initially, if you're starting a program, it might not move as fast as you need to. Mm-hmm. And again, to shamelessly plug Shapeshift, the idea is you're going to lose a fair amount on the front end, but right. then it's about the year journey. Yes. It's about the year of change. If you're averaging two pounds a week for 50 weeks, you can lose up to 100 pounds. Exactly. But nobody wants to wait that long. No. It's got to be microwave me. You know, feed me now. <laughs> you know, suck, suck your thumb. Mm-hmm. Now, when we're talking about the pyramid, so mm-hmm. and how important it is. And you to said have this was Tony Robbins. He, he's he's adapted it. There's okay. There, there's a couple versions of it, but this this okay. entire success pyramid, it's like um, it's like a life cycle. It starts at the very bottom of the pyramid. So you know, obviously you're going to start with a wider base at the bottom, and it comes to a focal point at the top. And mm-hmm. this is the priority. Things are going to depend on each other. The lower levels all require. The upper levels all require the lower levels to be foundationally strong. Correct. And the the base model is the first time I've ever seen this. It's the physical body. Mm-hmm. If your body's not on point, the next one up is emotions and meaning. Mm-hmm. You see how much your emotions and meaning can be, uh, what's the word, distorted if your physical body's not in shape. Oh my gosh, yes. So when your physical body's right, then your emotions and your mind is right. Yep. Then your relationships are right. That's the next level. Then your time management is now more uh, uh-huh. appropriately laid out. Then your career then your finances, then your spirituality and your contribution. Oh, but interesting. It, the bottom is your physical. It's all built on the physical and people want to deprioritize that. They'll put the money on the bottom. Yes. They'll put the money on the bottom, then their relationships, then their time, mm-hmm. then their um, their physical self. Right. And when it's upside down like that, things don't work. That's how important getting your body right mm-hmm. is over everything else. Your kids is part of your relationship. Exactly. Your spouse is part of your relationship. So if you don't have your physical self in check, mm-hmm. you can't have a good relationship. I because agree with your, you. your attention, your time, your sexuality, your uh, intimacy, mm-hmm. um, they're all tied together. If you go to work and you're too freaking tired and too beat up to pay attention, show up on time, be productive, you know, excel at what you do because now it's acceptable just to show up to work and expect a check. Right. You know, we've had some of those pinheads in our lives as well. Right. It's like, well, I'm here, dude. Where's my bonus? You don't exactly. get bonuses for showing up. You need to excel. Right. You don't excel because you're tired. You're tired because you don't eat. You don't eat right because you don't prioritize anything. Right. Except you part you prioritize your partying. Yep. And your money yes. above everything else. Yes. And the and top of the pyramid becomes your the focal point, the tiniest is ends up being your health. Exactly. You got the money. You think your relationships are good, but they're not. Yeah. No. Another cool thing that I remember because you had brought up meal prep earlier and how like that's the, where people are like, you just don't understand. I'm so busy. And it's like, no, we, we honestly do. And we have the same 24 hours as you. It's just about priority. But there was another family who had said that they got their children involved in meal prep. So it became like a family, a family thing. thing. So it was like, you know, mom or dad's going to go grocery shopping, but then everybody's going to get together and just, you know, you're in charge of the veggies, you're in charge of this. So it's like what you put into it, you get out of. But again, if you're, you know, the mouth is moving and you're saying, I want this, but all of your actions say you don't open up your face and say, I don't actually want this. It's not important to me. But along that same line, if you open up your face and you say, this isn't important to me, you can't talk about it. Don't keep bringing it up. So don't keep saying, you know, my plus size clothes or, you know, well, of course I slept like crap and naturally I woke up with another headache because that's my life. And if you can't have it both ways. That's right. That's right. The part of this is that we know that um, we have a lot of friends whose kids' schedules rule the roost. Yep. Um, 
But guess what? The family's not eating right. You're mm-hmm. eating on the go. And we've seen people, especially family members, after four or five years of um, travel soccer, yeah. the entire family's out of shape. Yep. And the whole point was, oh, it's a good activity for the kids, but it destroys the physical body. Yes. The time is gone. The prep is gone. The relationships are in, are in crisis. Yep. But hey, the soccer games are good. Exactly. You know, and the swim team. Yep. You know, we're spending eight solid hours every weekend mm-hmm. that could go to shopping and prepping and spending time with your family. Go camping, for God's sake. I was just saying this to one of the other ones. Like, go camping. <laughs> exactly. You need to spend time with your kids. You're not spending time with your kids on a freaking pop-up tent while they're running all over hell and back. That's, <laughs> exactly. not, that's not family time. But again, the priority, that pyramid of priority, if your relationships are solid because your family understands where they stand mm-hmm. with you... Um, you all exercise together, and it doesn't count when mom and dad don't do it. Right. So you're hiking, you're biking, your events. Mom and dad, be active. Yes. That's how you get build relationships with your kids. Go do something together, not be present. Mm-hmm. Because they don't want to take care of you when you're 60 years old and you've got diabetes. Exactly. Don't do that to them. Mm-hmm. I know. I'd say controlled diabetes. You say what? I'd say that diabetes that is outside of your control is what you don't want them to care for. Correct. <laughs> right. If it's... Um, yeah, if yeah. it's inherited. Exactly. But if you did it to yourself, then they have to clean up your mess. <laughs> Plain and simple. It's a truth day. Oh, yeah. All right, this is a big run. So how do you? So we already gave some suggestions on how you can kind of overcome this one. You need to say it out loud. What do I really the want? The truth out loud. Not what you think anybody wants to hear. I don't care. I don't care if your mom, dad, sister, bestie, whoever says to you, oh, you look awful. If you don't want to change, it's cool. It's cool. You just have to say it and mean it. And do this by yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you can say it out loud to yourself and just say, look, and here's the condition. Yep. If you're not cool with it and you're just lazy, yes. that's something else you need to wrestle with. Own it. Because you're like, I don't want to be this way Own and it. I'm just too lazy to do anything. Yes. That's a problem. That's something else that needs to be worked on. That's not the same as just let it go. Yes. So let's assume that you're the person that says, I'm good with it. I don't want to do this anymore. My my spouse can deal with it, mm-hmm. <laughs> which my significant other can deal with it. And which if that's the case, then again, you need to have another conversation because you need to let them know that you're not interested in being the person you were 10 years ago. Exactly. Cool. You know, but there's going to be consequences to that. Of course there is. Um, you can't go hiking anymore because you're too tired. Yes. Okay, great. Now, if you are in that room and you say to yourself... Not one more day. Then you have to, honest to God, go downstairs, tell your significant person right up front, do not let me backslide again. Yes. And I need your support. Yes. If they say go pound sand, Mm. that's another conversation. That was our last (laughs) podcast. So now here's another fork in the road. Nine out of 10 times, I think they're going to say, what do you need from me? Yes. We need to gut everything that we do. Everything we do from this point forward needs to be different than the way we were yesterday. Yes. Make a plan. Once you've got your person on board, they say, yes, honey, I want to help you. You say, awesome. I'm tired of looking, feeling, being this way. Then you need to write yourself a letter. Mm-hmm. And so now you've said it to yourself in private. I want to be different. Yep. You went to your significant other and you said, look, I can't be like this anymore. Yep. I promise I'll follow through if you can stand there with me. Yes. Because you won't do it alone. Nope. And if you do, then you'll, it'll be resentful. Yes. Then write the letter to yourself, and it needs to be the letter that kills off. It's the obituary to yes. your old self. Yes. Oh, this person, we had fun while we could. We drank every weekend. I mm-hmm. ate whatever I wanted to hell with the consequences. I'll deal with it some other day. Mm-hmm. That old person needs to die. Yep. 
the new person won't live without it. Mm-hmm. Then you start the hard journey. Yes. And I have a, I have a little interruption yeah. there. So with the parents and, you know, we've said it over and over again, we do not actually have little humans. However, we have hundreds of children, hundreds. Top that. Okay. When I grew up, my family was not a junk food family that where it just sat around all the time because it was too tempting for my parents to dig into it. So when we would go to the grocery store, if we were with my mom, we got the choice of one thing. So if I wanted a snack size bag of chips, that was my treat for the week. If I wanted a candy bar, we got a candy bar. But what we didn't ever do, at, I think at the time Costco was around, but it was Price Club. Uh-huh. We never went there and bought things in bulk because it was too tempting for all of us. It's too tempting for me today. Exactly. I am not a person, and I think we differ a little on this. I don't think you have to cut all the all the crap food out of kids' lives, but you have to do it in moderation. They're going to look very forward to their one bag of chips or pretzels a week versus how they're going to feel being able to have access to it all the time. Mine was that hostess apple pie thing. Oh my God, those are so good. <laughs> that was my payday uh, treat. Oh my gosh, those are so good. Aren't they like 800 calories? I was a fat teenager, so probably. Oh, that apple pie. That one was my favorite. It had a green and white wrapper. That, that's right. <laughs> that's right. And it had... Uh, was there a guy made out of fruit? Yes. Was that the hostess character? Yes. Um, and then like, um, or if you're not going to the grocery store, we grew up right by a 7-Eleven. It was like, okay, hey, it's Friday Friday afternoon. You guys were active all day. You did whatever. Who wants to go to 7-Eleven and get chip witch? Oh, dear God, yum. But it was one. Yeah. It's, so you don't, need, you don't need a case no, of ho-hos in the house. You don't. And if you... Because your kid is a child and they deserve ho-hos when they want one. It's not that. Make... Make it if it's school. It's like, hey, you know what? With grades, let's go and get you. What kind of treat do you want for your good grades? If you do chores around the house, what kind of treat do you want? And it doesn't always have to be food. We've talked about that too. Yeah. But just something that still lets kids be kids. But you know what? It's got to be a special occasion. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what's missing. And we all grew up just fine, not having full access to crap all the time. I don't know what I don't know what to blame here. Um, is it Generation Y? I, I mean, don't know. Where, where did this? I need everything. I get everything. Because it wasn't the baby boomers. The baby boomers are responsible for wrecking our political climate. Yes. The Gen Xers. I think we grew up with. Well, when I get older, my kids are going to have what I couldn't have because yes. the '80s weren't very prosperous. No, time. no, 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 no. So the Gen Xers created um, kind of this new, the new tit, the the kid. What's, what would a Gen X baby be right now? Anything from 10 to 20, 25 years old. Mm-hmm. So they have the, you can't have, you're going to have what I couldn't have. Right. You want access to junk food, you have all you want. You mm-hmm. want four pair of Nikes and you want every kind of blue jean that you want. You never have to want. Yep. And it created a, a climate where the parents and the kids now get whatever they want. Exactly. And there is no special moments. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm not, I can't make a blanket statement, but the, the ones that we see that, struggle the most yeah. that's the kind of mentality they've got yep. but it's just an interesting thing with um you know donuts let's just use that one when people go out and it's like i'm gonna get three dozen or whatever take your kids with you number one or just if you don't have children go with your spouse and each get a donut enjoy it together have the conversation about it if you only get one 
like us, if we do any sort of cheat, which people would cry laughing at our cheat, it's the biggest joke in the entire world. What are you talking about? I know how to play dangerous. You don't at all. But like, if we would go and get a donut, which is also comical, but we'll pretend. Okay, so today we're going to go get a donut. We would take our time eating that donut. And while we were eating it, there would be conversation going on. About how I'm going to work it off. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But you can make things family events. Hey, y'all, we're going to go out, you know, we're going to go out, we're going to take, we don't have children, but we're going to take our dogs and we're going to stop and we're going to get a donut and then we're going to go walk around and make a day out of it. Versus you running up, getting six of them and us eating them before we even realize what happened. And then because they're there and there's full access, not saying this one donut was worth it. It's not going to set me back. It's me saying I'm sick to my stomach. I just ate three donuts. I didn't enjoy one bite of it. I scarfed it. It's crazy. So I went got, off on a tangent. So it's okay. So it's got to be special occasions yes. if you're going to cheat. And cheating's okay. And we're, we're different than this because I know that when I'm in front of a cheat, I can't control myself. Mm-hmm. You're cool with going out and not feeling guilty. Mm-hmm. I've, I've dealt with so many body image issues mm-hmm. in my uh, teens and 20s and everything else that I did hit that moment where I said never again. And when, I, when I'm when i confronted with something that I know I'm vulnerable with, mm-hmm. I mean, crap, put one of those stupid hostess pies in front of me. I'll eat it right now. Exactly. Um, so for me... <laughs> Anybody who listens to this and knows you, they're going to buy up. you one. <laughs> so t- I know me, and I've accepted what I have to do to stay yeah. out of harm's way. Um, okay, All right, so, let, so bring it back. Let me jump back. So okay. you, you, you're speaking to your spouse. Yep. They're committed with you. Yep. Um, you're going to write your go die old me letter yep. to yourself. <laughs> go from, die. from that point, here's what you can expect. You're going to lose most of your weight the first four to five weeks. Oh, yeah. Okay. And that's just lifestyle. Yes. That's inflammation, water, weight. You're not really losing. There's no way to tell if you're losing total fat. Exactly. But you're carrying so much garbage in your intestinal tract. You've got so much extra water and fluid from inflammation and bad diet that you're going to drop weight fast. Mm-hmm. And if your digestion corrects itself, you're going to see a, a, um, a reduction in waist size. Yeah. You're, all your um, circumferences are going to shrink. Yes. The problem is people think that's the way the whole journey should go all the way down to a six pack. And it I doesn't. Wish. It doesn't. Okay. Um, you're going to see your greatest loss in the first four to five weeks. Yes. Period. Yep. After that, it has to slow down because your body's, you don't, you don't have the fluid and the water give up anymore. Exactly. And to actually burn fat takes time mm-hmm. consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like the whole one to two pounds, be safe kind of a thing because oh, I think gracious. people burn at a different rate. But if you are losing anywhere from a half a pound to two and a half pounds per week, that's a win. You better believe it. Um, if you've got a little too much salt in your food, you're dehydrated, you're mm-hmm. overhydrated, you'll lose in a race that one half to two and a half pounds mm-hmm. in, a, in a week. You know, if you sat out at a ball game and just ate beef jerky the whole time, you had too much salt, too much sodium, and you're retaining water, mm-hmm. you're not, you didn't put fat on. Exactly. You're up in water weight. Yep. The fat's burning still happening, but it's so minuscule and passing compared to the water that you're bringing in. Mm-hmm. Don't sweat it. Mm-hmm. Allow it to be a safe transition. And by safe, meaning if you can knock off two pounds a week, it'll only come back on as fast as you're losing it. Yes. That first 20 pounds that you lose, it'll come back just as fast. Oh, God. Yes. Right? It's but so unfair. <laughs> if you are six months into the program and you're like, look, I only went down two pounds and I put a pound and a half on, it's cool. Yes. It'll go right back off. Just mm-hmm. go right back and it'll continue the decline. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the cool things to note about that too is, you know, most scales at home don't 
capture if you've gained muscle and lost fat or stuff. We're lucky because we have access and our gym members do to a scale that does show it. Uh So before you beat yourself up and, you know, punch yourself in the face, get, get on a scale and see like, okay, oh my gosh, two pounds. But what does this look like? Oh, wow. This says muscle. And then next week it's like, oh my gosh, it really was two pounds of muscle. Like, so, you know, you can... People get scale phobia, though. Exactly. And they don't understand what that reading means. Yes. Or people that get upset that they went up, you know, a tenth of a pound, or I don't even know if a ten... Is it even a ten? No. Point one. Point one. Whatever. That's a, that's a bad day. I exactly. mean, if you've been working hard and you end up with a point one drop, yeah, that's that's a bummer. Exactly. But it is what it is. Let it keep progressing. Yes. Um, and you also have to look at the long term. Yep. Um, we built ShapeShift to do that. It's yes. a minimum of a year outlook. Yes. If you're less than that, then you're lying to yourself. Yes. If you think I'm going to, I'm just going to do this short term budget thing. Mm-hmm. And if I can't get my health back on track for a thousand dollars or less, then it's just never going to happen. Exactly. Remember the bottom of that pyramid, everything in your life depends on your health and your physical being, physical being, being on track. Yeah. So you have to prioritize it now Yes. for your relationships, for your job, for your money, for your spirituality, for your uh, emotions. Yes. Your body has to be on track. Yes. Um, and remember, take a look at yourself as if you're coming out of the matrix. Mm-hmm. You can't get out of the processed food fog that you're living in mm-hmm. because you're living in a shitty diet. Yes. Crappy diet, crappy sleep, crappy energy. It starts over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And the more weight you bring into the, the um, situation, the more emotional damage you're doing. Yes. And with all that stuff firing, it's easy to say, I'm lost. I'm stuck. This is never going to come off. I know. But you got to start somewhere. Yes. You've got to want it and you've got to recognize that it is a full journey. It's yes. In a few weeks, you're going to see a change within you. If you do things the right way, that is going to be remarkable. And then you've got to remember those changes are going to slow down. You're still going to feel amazing, but it it is a very slow journey. Once you get that initial like punch, really got to put on the work. good punch, the good punch, the good punch. All right. Splendid. Well, this is a good on the heels of the last one, Mm -hmm. which was, um, your douchey spouse or significant other that doesn't support anything you do. I think that's exactly what you said. <laughs> um, to this one where now you have to bear some responsibility. Yes. Too. Own it. Own it. All right, guys. Own it. Go execute. Get it done. That's right. All right. Be true. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Beyond the Dumbbell Show. We know you have thousands of options for content and entertainment. We appreciate you spending time with us. If you enjoyed our show, please share our web address, www.beyondthedumbbells.com, and maybe drop us a review. Until next time, live beyond.